0: You fill up my
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 144 of The China Show. We've got a very interesting one for you today. And, uh, well, specifically because um, Seamilk over here lost his voice.
2: I have a cold.
1: (laughs) No, but quite seriously, he did lose his voice. Uh, He was coughing all week and then uh, couldn't speak. It's pretty peaceful and quiet in the office these days, I'll tell you that much. Yeah.
2: The loud American has been silenced.
1: <laughs> but don't worry, he's still here for the show.
2: Hi there, guys. I am Smilk from America. I lost my voice yesterday, so I will beat some through a text to speech program. Unfortunately, we could not afford an American program, so I will have an accent that resembles Richard from England. I hope it's up to your his standards of quality.
1: (laughs) Okay, but yeah, all jokes aside, uh, he'll still be joining us by being here and he can respond with his, um, you know, Stephen Hawking's text-to-speech kind of thing going on over there. So uh, anyway, let's just saunter right into it, guys. We're going to go into what's new and this is where we talk about what's new with regards to China. And the first thing we're going to talk about is this manufactured outrage over uh, the Lunar New Year. Now... I don't know about you, Milk, but I've always called it the Chinese New Year. Yeah? But it doesn't matter. You too? Yeah? Okay, good. you got to learn those like sign language things. I really don't know how that works. You know, in South Africa, they had this big presidential speech, by the way, once. And they always have sign language. Like, uh, they, they hire somebody to do sign language. And I don't know if it was nepotism or what, but they hired somebody who couldn't do sign language for that job. So he stood there and just made stuff up for the entire speech, like an official government speech. And at the end, like deaf people were like, what the hell was that all about? And got called out, it's kind of funny. Anyway, uh, the Lunar New Year is the Chinese New Year, but it's not only celebrated by China, it's celebrated by uh, different Asian cultures. Maybe you can tell us um, a couple of them. Okay, I've got away from for to type. Don't worry, we'll speed this process up. But I know Vietnam for one, I mean, when I was in Vietnam I and mean, when we were in Vietnam last time, uh, we could see all the celebrations and the, um, all the same decorations that you see for Chinese New Year uh, are sold in Vietnam. It's exactly the same stuff, the same kind of lanterns and couplets and all that sort of thing. Um, I believe Korea as well. You gonna say something here? Okay, um, and uh, well, all over Asia, really. So it's not a uniquely Chinese Vietnam,
2: thing. Vietnam, Korea, many Asian Chinese New Year, so it's not just China.
1: Yeah, of course. Anyway, so Lunar New Year is kind of a a way to lump them all together. It's not uniquely Chinese, is what we're trying to say. But of course, um, when it's marketed as Lunar New Year, we're getting a lot of uh, Chinese people getting upset that it's not being called Chinese New Year. All right. So it's a tough position for a lot of international companies to be in, I suppose. Like I know Disney cop- copped a lot of flack for it because they put out Lunar New Year celebrations. And of course, anyone who's from any other country would be like, that's great. It's inclusive, it includes us too. But China's like, no, it must be Chinese New Year. And they've kind of been going on this thing, spreading it around the Internet. People have been getting angry about this. And here's one of the results of this. Okay. Somebody posted to Weibo a help. Okay. Um, This is the post, and it's been translated by the Great Translation Movement. And they said, help! I'm currently in a police station of New York. I saw this Lunar New Year poster in a mall. I was so angry and tore it off. Then the police came and said what I did was wrong. They even brought me to the New York Police Department, I guess down to the police station. I'm not wrong. What should I do now? Okay?
2: So... Yeah. In official Chinese state media, they also call it the Lunar New Year.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's...
2: The hypocrisy. <laughs>
1: okay. So if you didn't get that, um, the, the truth of the matter is, is that even Chinese state media call it the Lunar New Year. Okay. It can also be called the Spring Festival. I hear a In fact, I probably call it the Spring Festival more than Chinese New Year myself. So Spring Festival, Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year, all of these apply. It means the same event. So here we have the Embassy of the People's Republic of China in the United States of America. This is an official press release from them, and it says, Lunar New Year message from you know Wang Yi, State Councilor and Minister of Foreign Affairs for the People's Republic of China. So the fact of the matter is China, the official Chinese government itself, calls it Lunar New Year from time to time. They can call it whatever they want. But just to see, it's not something that's a controversy. It's not something that's um, going against people's culture or anything like that. It's what the Chinese government itself says, right? So, anyway, uh, because of this manufactured outrage, you get these instances where you get nationalist people going around uh, defacing signs, tearing down signs, and doing that kind of nonsense, which is what you'd expect. Um, anyway, are we done with this topic? Call it whatever you want, bl*****. <laughs> yes, call it whatever you want. All right, cool. Let's move on from this topic. Um Yes, we've got a surprise for you guys. Remember Lianhua Qingwen? Last week we showed you Jeff who had a cold. And,
2: uh... I have a
1: cold. Yeah, I mean, he sounds exactly like you, basically. But uh, Jeff who has a cold, we're going to get back into that. um, But first...
2: Somehow, I now relate it to Jeff.
1: Yes, you are I
2: also have a cold. (laughs) Yes. However, one thing that I can be thankful for... Is dead ghost wife is trying to feed me
1: green pills? That's right. Your ghost wife's not trying to feed you green pills. Yeah. Anyway, so we thought we'd show you another episode, or another advert from Lianhua Qingwen, which also is quite fantastic. We'll play it through without commentary first, and then we'll stop and we'll talk about it. Okay. So let's just begin from here. Let me get us out of here. Okay. 7 members
3: of the GOP doctors caucus say the U.S. is missing an opportunity to save lives when it comes to vaccine strategy. <coughs> You've been through tough times.
0: Sorry, I got called.
3: Hey, take this.
4: It's easy i
1: just got called just working out (laughs) okay so um this is kind of ridiculous and i guess for those of you who are uh maybe listening and not watching what you've got is a scene because you have to describe the scene it's a scene of some people working out in a little gym okay so you've got uh, a young young lady working out here she's To save lives comes- By the way, there's a radio broadcast in the background that's saying the U.S. is missing an opportunity to save lives because of its bad vaccine, what something or other. When
2: it comes to vaccine strategy.
1: Yeah, because of its bad vaccine strategy. So this is what people do when Chinese medicines evolved. Okay, Chinese big pharmaceutical company. They sit and listen to the radio saying that the U.S. is screwing up and killing lives and destroying lives because of a bad vaccine strategy. That's what you do in the gym. It's great workout stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, bad vaccine strategy. Just a little pump that iron, you know? Anyway, so she finishes working out with her little dumbbells, you know, those little cheeky dumbbells, and then... <coughs> oh, no, she coughed. All right, don't worry. One of these dudes is... First of all, one of them's like, I'm out of here. Look. See, this guy just gets up. He's like, get away from me. Disease. Sorry, I got cold. So she says, sorry, I get cold. Uh, okay.
3: Hey, take this.
1: Okay, yeah, very concerned guys. Like, hey, take this. Throws her a box of Lianhua Qingwen capsules. Take it easy. I just got
4: cold.
1: What? I don't get that part. Take it easy. I just get cold.
2: Forget this. I am going to pay for an American program. Hold on.
1: Okay. All right. Hopefully we don't need to listen to your bad accent.
3: All right. I really don't understand what they are trying to say here. (laughs) Like, she's saying that it's not a big deal because she just has a cold. But his reply is that he is just working out.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I
3: don't get it. I love how out of touch these commercials are.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the thing. She says... You know, I just get cold. Take it easy. So does that mean that this, this medicine's overkill? I don't need it. It's only a cold. Is that what she's trying to say? But then he's just, his reply, and I swear this isn't edited. This is exactly out of the box how it is. Just working out. Take it easy. I just get cold. Just working out. What does this mean? <laughs> like, Seriously. She's basically
3: saying EFF off I don't need shit drugs.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's just weird and out of touch once again. Um, and then they sit down together. I guess he threw her the box of Lianhua ching She's like looking around, take it easy. And then.
3: But he's like, I have no idea what she's saying. So I will tell her what I am doing.
1: Yeah, pretty much yeah so uh, he gets up obviously from working out and goes and sits next to her takes back the box of lianhua chingwen and starts looking at it while she stares at it with him as well so what <laughs> one more thing
3: okay both sides of the box are the same when she flips it over to read it
1: I mean, it's true. Yeah, it really is true. Keep moving. Someone is always with you. Uh, again, very weird adverts, and they're very out of touch, and they don't seem to really know who they're targeting or what, because I don't think healthy people that are working out in gyms are going to be taking Lianhua ching You know what I mean? What
3: happened to taking care of your breath?
1: Yeah, what happened to that? Well, I'm sure we'll see that again. Anyway, I think just uh, uh, one last time, unmolested, I'm gonna play this for you so you can can see it for yourself. And then we'll move on. GOP
3: Doctors' <laughs> <the Masters laughs> Caucus say the US is missing an opportunity to save lives when it comes to vaccine strategy.
0: <coughs> Sorry, I got called.
3: Hey, take this.
4: Take it easy. I just got called.
1: Just working out.
3: Take it easy. I don't want your bullshit heart attack inducing green nightmare pills.
1: (laughs) I guess so. So, I mean, remember last week we showed you Jeff now uh someone on the uh subreddit and the discord decided to put together a little um uh, their own version of jeff let's put it that way Shall we play for everyone all right let's take a look in for a treat (laughs)
4: jeff Jeff. take the Take the pills jeff
0: Have ah,
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love it. I love it. You know, after, after the last episode, I got to be honest, we were sitting down, um, and we were trying to figure out the whole Jeff, you've got a cold thing. Um, and I think we did figure it out. Cause if you look at it, his wife is supposed to be dead. If you've seen the original commercial, right. And he's kind of remembering how she used to take care of him. <clears throat> I, this is what I guess, right. He used to take care of him by giving him medicine when he has a cold. So he takes the medicine, you know, remembering her but then it shows her ghost staring at him with a smile okay and it's creepy it's so we figured it out she committed suicide by using these pills right and now she wants him to join her and he's she's forcing him she's like haunting him and like take the pills jeff take the pills and if you watch (laughs) she sits there smiling at him like yes take the pills you'll join me soon you know it's kind of (laughs) creepy
3: i love the funeral shrine at the end
1: (laughs) yeah It's like a horror movie.
0: Jeff, you
2: have a cold. I have a cold. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Leon Hot Chingwin. Yeah, exactly. for developing minds, that's even better. <laughs> <How>? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have a cold.
0: Now I'm here today to tell you about <coughs> Lianhua Qingwen Capsules.
1: <laughs> anyway. All right, so this is kind of important. I guess we were sent this. Uh, I'll read it for you. Uh, it says, just saw your video. While ephedra was banned from the U.S. dietary supplement in a 2004 FDA ruling, there is a specific exception carved out for the TCM category. And that is why this product is legal to be imported into the USA. But because it is not considered a drug product, it is heavily restricted on what health claims they are legally allowed to make, hence that warning letter. This is how all medications are primarily, reg- primarily regulated by the FDA. They control the labeling, with the health claims that manufacturers are allowed to print on their product. Okay, just to kind of bring you all up to spec on the the legality surrounding Lianhua Qingwen capsules. Uh, anyway, is it time for us to move on from this uh, nonsense medicine that does very little to nothing? Good. All right. So um, another fantastic thing that came out of our uh, subreddit again is... Uh, birthday card that you can send to your friends if they're fans of the show. It says, I uh, hope your day was. Wow, so good. And uh, that you have a great time. Kind of cool. I like it. Russia and China
2: partners for life. Z.
1: <laughs> Change your software there, please, if you don't mind. Sorry.
3: Russian TDSC milk took over.
1: Okay, good. Um. This is a, a fantastic picture of Jim and Mal taking a swim. <laughs> Why is that even in this pack? Okay. All right. Moving moving on. <laughs> yeah. oh, you have something to say about that? <laughs> okay. All right. I
3: was working on a Mao video and I put it in the media pack by accident.
1: Well, that explains that anyway. All right. So, um, again, we have the Global Times putting out opinions. If Japan continues to act as a pawn of the U.S. in the Asia-Pacific region to stir up trouble trouble here, Japan must be wary of becoming a victim itself of the U.S. or even the Ukraine of East Asia. (laughs) Look, these are just crazy takes by That's official Chinese state media, by the way. And I like the fact that someone put something in there as my sources that I made it the F up. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to see some hilarity and some hypocrisy, just keep an eye on the, the Chinese state media. You'll be blown away. Um, but I guess we do that for you. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, you, I can't wait for you to see this. Yeah. It's taking forever.
2: Ukraine of Asia. Okay. You mean Russia off Russia?
1: Okay, I could barely make that out. Um this is Oh, oh Ukraine of Asia? You mean Russia of Russia? Okay, alright, fine. Go away with your Russian bot over there. Let's get back to the normal the normal sea milk, shall we? Okay. So guys, this um next clip we're gonna show you is quite hilarious and we're gonna explain this phenomenon. So For those of you listening at home, what you've got here is you've got a Chinese gentleman, and he's currently surrounded by what looks like a bunch of shady characters um, that might be uh, trying to do him harm. Yeah, they're like saying, give me money, give me money. Anyway, I'll play the clip and you can can see for yourself. (laughs) I'm a Chinese. China. Okay, so uh, you got a bunch. uh, Where where do you think this is set, by the way? Maybe Cuba or something? It looks like it could be Cuba. It's hard to tell. But um, the guy's basically being mobbed by these. Could be Dominican Republic. Could, well, either way, he's being surrounded by a bunch of characters who are kind of looks like they're trying to rough him up and extort him for money, right? So he then whips out his Chinese passport and everyone suddenly becomes incredibly afraid of the guy. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, oh, shit. He's Chinese. We better not mess with him. Okay. Okay, what are you going to say? This
3: ridiculous display of bravado has an explanation. You guys remember Wolf Warrior?
1: Yep.
3: Well, the main actor, Wu Jing, did this ridiculous interview that went viral, and has now inspired nationalists around China to put on their own fake displays in different countries. The idea is to show how strong China is now, because everyone is scared of a Chinese passport.
1: Yeah, so let's let's take a look at this cringe
4: again.
1: I'm a Chinese, China, passbook. China, Couldn't even get that right. It's a passport, my friend. Anyway. You know, before we even get onto this interview, I find the, the hilarious part of that is they were like, in the the skit, they were bugging him for money. Well, they definitely got money from him because he definitely paid them to do that. So you know what? They went anyway. <laughs> the bad guys so called. Anyway, I'll clean us out of here. Okay. Um, you translated this earlier, so you guys can. Uh, I know some of you are listening, so we'll read it out for you later. But for everyone else, we'll just play it out once.
5: Let's
4: do it. 曾经, 曾经看不起我们那些西方国家那些人呢 对不起, 我们等着, 没你份,
1: okay so uh <laughs> let's go back or we'll, we'll go through this so so this guy Wu Jing he's he's like what would you call him like he's the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone of China mixed into one right he's their action star so he's in all he's the the wolf warrior guy he was in that uh what's that the wandering Earth and all their big blockbusters anything patriotic that Chung what was that the Battle of Lake something or other in Cheng Jing Lake in Korea, that was massive. He's in all these movies, so he's like the Rambo of China, right? So he did this interview, and, and let's see, it says, he said, with a Chinese face <laughs> and a Chinese passport, <laughs> it's the passport to the safest place. <laughs> it means that Chinese people are badass. <laughs> <laughs> says, they used to look down on us. Now, don't forget that in Chinese education, everybody's taught about the centuries of humiliation and how the Western powers always looked down on China and all this nonsense. And that's what they learn. So they have this, this terrible uh, inferiority complex, a lot of people growing up, because they're taught that they were always beaten down and, you know, looked down upon, which is not correct. That's not the right way to teach people. You know, you teach people that they are... The strong and the people that they are you don't teach them that you know you're historically always looked down on that's not correct i don't look down on chinese people and i'm pretty sure most people don't they just think everybody does anyway let's carry on
4: he says
1: like those people in those western countries they used to look down on us you see 嗯,对不起. he's nice saying sorry and he like dismisses them 二面等着. you guys wait in the back 没你份,中国. nothing for you chinese first chinese are first uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you didn't put that sucker there? No, not at all, not at all. Anyway, so as you can see, that's the whole point is that this guy, the Rambo of China, put this thing out about the Chinese passport is the safest, you know, and it shows you that the, the motherland stands behind you, which we'll, we'll have to show this next bit is important. <laughs> Remember that this movie was a response. In your last video, you spoke about it. Um, this was actually a response like a year after the Sudan incident where all the Chinese UN peacekeepers ran away. Yeah, so the, there was this horrible situation in Sudan where the UN sent peacekeepers there because there were some you know, terrible things happening. And they sent Chinese uh, peacekeepers to look after certain people. But of course... Um, when they were attacked and several people were raped, you know, that they were supposed to be looking after and protecting, the Chinese peacekeepers actually ran away. They, did, they abandoned their posts and ran, which is deeply embarrassing uh, for China because it's probably one of the first time they were ever given that responsibility. Yeah, armed, you know, so we're talking... Yeah, their first time as like an armed peacekeeping force and they ran away like cowards while people were raped and so on. So a year later, they make Wolf Warrior 2, which is set in some unnamed African country, which is Sudan, basically. But now they're the heroes that, you know, protect everyone and, you know, do all this kind of heroic crap, which is just kind of like the CCP to do something like that. Say you're strong when you're weak, you know, that type of thing. Uh, Anyway. Such a jam. So now, yeah, this what we're showing you here is the viral WeChat post that's been going on, which is the whole um, his interview. And then it's followed up by a picture of the Chinese passport. And it's written there. Citizens of the People's Republic of China, when you encounter danger overseas, don't give up. Please remember that behind you, there is a strong motherland.
3: Honestly, it's dangerous. You shouldn't tell people to basically cause shit abroad, and then just flash your passport to get out of it. I'm sorry, but China is one of the last countries that is going to come to your aid abroad. Remember what happened in Ukraine?
1: Yeah, exactly. I was going to bring that up. They tried this. In fact, when when the fighting first broke out, when the invasion first started in Ukraine, um, Chinese people online were cheering on the Russians and you know really being incredibly insulting to Ukrainians but at the same time telling the people in China to hang up the Chinese flag on your the in fact it was the Chinese government was telling people hang up the Chinese flag on your balcony or wherever you are and it will protect you but it actually caused them to become targets because of all the disgusting rhetoric that the Chinese netizens were spreading online uh, about how You know, they were happy that Ukraine was being attacked. They were happy they were supporting Russia and that Ukrainians sucked and all that stuff. Because they put that up there, Ukrainians were like, well, screw you. And there they are identifying themselves as Chinese. It's a bad situation. Uh, I still think that hiding behind your passport or nationality is a cowardly thing anyway. It's kind of a rubbish thing to do. Be a good person and people, you know, that's how you should earn respect is because of you, not your country, you know. Anyway, it's kind of a silly thing. You got something to type there?
3: At least if you are going to hide behind your passport, make sure it's a country that will protect you.
1: I mean, that's true. It's very true because China, they they didn't. Like with the, with the whole Ukraine thing, it, it was proven. The Chinese embassies did not help the people. The Taiwanese embassy bust everyone out there, remember? Americans all got out. It doesn't matter, you know, when you've got a government that cares about you and looks after you, but... In China, they expected the people to get themselves out, remember?
3: China doesn't give a shit about its citizens. They hunt them abroad for
1: having an opinion. I mean, that's very true, too. So, yeah, this is just a stupid thing. Cool. So, I guess that's everything that's in What's New, right? Okay, so... We're going to move directly into soft power hour, guys. This is our main segment where we uh, tell you how the Chinese government's trying to change your mind uh, through various ways. And of course, you saw the thumbnail in the title of this video. We're going to be talking about the, um, the demographics in China for a minute here. Now, for the longest time, we've all been told that China has 1.4 billion people, the largest population in the world. And it turns out that this has probably not been true this whole time. Okay, And by the way, India now has overtaken China's population in size. And this is important. We'll talk about it in a minute, why it's important. But just to show you um, that uh, it's now being reported in the news and Reuters and Bloomberg and so on, um, there's a population comparison. Now, listen, anyone who's been to China would, would say... Absolutely, China has the largest population. You would think so. I mean, look at this footage that I took. This is the 2017 um, Chinese New Year, uh, well, they call these uh, flower markets, and you go to these uh, so-called flower markets when uh, it's Chinese New Year, around Chinese New Year, especially down south. And the whole thing is to go and buy these kind of lucky flowers and lucky plants that bring luck. You know, they got those weird-looking, whatever you call them. What are those, like, pear-looking things? You know, like like weird looking thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's like yellow. Kind of looks like a pear, but like with octopus legs on it almost. Is it a Buddha's hand? Oh, it's a lemon. Okay, whatever. They sell those. They sell those little orange trees that you're not supposed to eat the oranges. Yeah, they suck, but you're not supposed to though. It's bad luck to eat them. You got to leave them in your house to go rotten. Yeah, yeah. Um and look it's a it's a very vibey thing but i mean look at the amount of people i filmed this myself i tell you what it is one of the most uncomfortable um situations to actually be in so anyway this is a, like the entrance to the flower market um and, imagine
3: a stampede
1: Yeah no that's the thing if there is a stampede man there'll be a lot of fatalities I mean, you know we saw that thing that happened in south korea recently and this this is the kind of situation where a stampede would just absolutely flatten everyone. Um, Very vibey and jovial, but if you're claustrophobic and you don't like people bumping up against you and brushing against you and touching you, uh, you will not like it at all because you cannot avoid that. You actually moved along by the crowd because there's so many people there. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, to bring it back to the whole population thing, I just want to sum it up for you. You got something to say?
3: You better believe you are going to lose your wallet and phone if you're not careful.
1: I mean, sure, yeah, you got to be very careful. Um, here's the, the whole deal with uh, what's going on with the population. Um, it looks like China's been over-reporting its population for a very long time. But this is the way it works in China. Uh, when it comes to official figures, they're really... The best way to describe them is they are cha bu Okay. It's just what's convenient to the time. They will report like, oh, we had a, a great GDP growth this year because it makes it look like the economy is doing well. Oh, there's proof that I was there, by the way. That's me in this this crowd. Um, they'll be like, yeah, I know. I'm just saying a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, yeah, whatever. You didn't take that. That's true. I did take it. Um, anyway. They'll report numbers that are uh, convenient to them. Just look at the COVID death numbers that they release now. Okay, it was like what thirty or something. They're re- reporting thirty, and you know, in the news, you're seeing all these like funeral homes with lines outside and crematoriums just burning 24/7. So they were like, you know what, people, they're not going to buy this number of 35. So what sounds like kind of bad but not too bad? I know. Let's say, say 60,000. You know. So then they released a number of 60,000. That's a bunch of BS, by the way, if you believe that. There's something wrong with you. There's definitely more than 60,000 died from COVID, uh, or we should say died with COVID, is probably a better way to say it, in China. I'm about to be
3: crematorium milk.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, But quite seriously, though, yeah. Don't don't die with all these, like, sicknesses you have. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, back to the whole... Reason why it's a big deal that their um, population has been overreported. Okay, number one, why would you overreport your population? What's the point? I guess it gives you that status of being the world's largest population. So, that first of all makes you very attractive to investors, makes you very attractive to companies that want to piece that market. They're like, oh, if we can sell our product in a country of 1.4 billion people, there's that potentially that many customers, right? So you'll get a lot of interest of people trying to invest and trying to move into China, so to speak. There's that. It also uh, puts forward this idea of stability. So, I mean, if you're gonna set up a factory in China, with a population that size, you think, okay, it's going to be stable. There will be a stable labor force for my manufacturing for eternity, basically. Because with a population that size, We don't need to worry about them running out of, uh, you know, laborers to do the job. That's another reason why they do that. Another reason they do it, of course, is for domestic propaganda.
3: China's the most safe, stable or something.
1: (laughs) That's correct. Or something. Um, Of course, for domestic propaganda... um, To be able to tell the local people, we have the largest population in the world, we're the strongest, we're the biggest, it's very effective. I know a lot of Chinese people take a lot of pride in the fact that they are the the largest population in the world. And I know some people are very upset that they're not the biggest country because when they find out that Russia, for instance, has more land area, they get upset. And here's the thing, though. It works very well. It also works very well for everything. When you've got the wrong numbers being put put out there, it skews... (coughs) everything. Think about it. People will think, oh, China's got a massive military because they've got 1.4 billion people. But if it's far less than that or less than that, then it's not true. You've been basing all of your predictions on fudged numbers. Okay, so for them to have the appearance of having a, a large population like this is actually beneficial to the Chinese government in the long run. But it's been speculated for a long time, and there have been leaks that China has been overcounting its population by hundreds of millions of people. Um, And it's just come to light that for the first time they have officially reported that their population is shrinking. And it's had the lowest birth rate since I think it's 1961 or something like that, before the great famines and all that nonsense. Um, So yeah, it's looking pretty bad. And the reason why it's bad is, without getting too much into this whole thing, So when you've got an aging population like this and not enough people having babies, you have a problem where you're going to get a lot of old people and not enough young people to not only be laborers and all that kind of thing, but to pay taxes and look after the older people. It's not a good situation. And so now what it's doing is it's painting China as not such a stable place. It's painting China as not a place that you want to invest and build a factory in, because in a couple of years time, there may not be such a big labor pool to pull from, for instance, so, when you look at, the, look at it from that point of view, you understand why they've been overinflating their population numbers.
3: China's the least safe, most unstable, or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. I mean, look, guys, at the end of the day, um, this is a big crisis, and the Chinese government has been frantically trying to find a way to fix this. Okay, first of all, it's a crisis of their own making because of the one-child policy. That's why uh, China's in this situation right now. But they tried to introduce a two-child policy and nobody decided to take the bait. Like no one. Do you know anyone that did it? They were like told, oh, you can have two kids now, and they went and had two kids. No one. And that's because the one-child policy has built this kind of terrible, um, I don't know how to explain it, this economy around education. So because there's been one child, You've got this one precious commodity, this one child of yours, you will make sure that they have the competitive edge, okay? Because, you know, places in universities and so on and so forth are very um, well sought after. So, what you'll do is you'll spend as much money as you can on their education. And I'm talking about not just uh, going to school and so on, but on private tutoring, making sure they get piano lessons, making sure they get extra tutoring, all this kind of nonsense. So, because of this, education has become incredibly expensive in China, especially extra education. So you have a, a tutor that comes and teaches maths. you have a tutor that comes and teaches something else. Let me just pause this, hang on, I'll go back a little bit. I was pausing somewhere in amongst this mess that I was uh, stranded in for a while. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so in order to pay for your child's education, to give them that competitive edge, it's become incredibly expensive to raise a child in China. So. It's not very appealing to have a second child because you can't afford it, you know?
3: Weirdly, after the one-child policy was lifted, people had less kids. Hmm. It's too expensive now. You know how Japan stagnated? Yep. At least it got rich first. Hmm. China is very poor in most areas and is stagnating. So you have a situation where people can't afford more than one kid anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. So then they tried a, thir- a three-child policy. That also didn't work. Now they've pretty much said, have as many kids as you want. And now they're trying to incentivize uh, people to have children. And by, by doing things like, oh, you'll get longer maternity leave, or you'll get tax breaks, you'll be able to buy an apartment at a reduced cut, all this kind of nonsense. But it's not working. It's too late. All right. The people of our generation in China, they might have one kid. Right, But having two is just completely off the table. So they've really screwed themselves hard. Now, there's a way to fix this, of course, and that is to allow immigration. So you can say, hey, look, we need young people to come in to join the workforce, to pay taxes and whatnot. Let's just allow people to immigrate and become Chinese. But that's a problem. The CCP will never allow that to happen. They're too ethnocentric. They're too we are Chinese, you are other. They cannot allow outsiders to come in and become Chinese. They never will allow that, ever. So they can't fix the problem that way like the United States does, for instance. The United States, oh, we got an aging population. Oh, well, that's fine. We just let people come in here from from other countries that are of the right age. You know, that type of thing. That can't happen in China. In fact, Japan did that, didn't they? Are you saying something about that? Okay, let's see. Let's see what you got to say, typing away fiercely over there.
3: Mark my words, Japan and Korea will be immigrant countries before China. Not to mention, who wants to go to China anyway?
1: I mean, you do have a point. You need to have an attractive um, place to go. And look, there definitely are um, countries where people would want to go to China. I mean, definitely, it's, it's a step up from a lot of places. It absolutely is. But at the same time, you know, you've got to make it attractive and being belligerent and uh, terrible to the outside world for years and years is not really a good way to go. So, I mean, look, that's basically the beal and the end all of this topic. We just wanted to bring it to your attention that, yes, China doesn't have 1.4 billion people. It's been overreported and it's going to start to shrink drastically. And India has taken over China's number one spot in the world as the largest population. Uh, So probably see a lot of good things it's, it might be the largest safe, stable. And what was the rest of it? I can't remember the rest of that junk. Some made-up nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> the fact of the matter is uh, that's the be and the end-all of this, all right? And that's why China is lying about it, and it is a huge crisis. It's much bigger than most people realize, you know, because this really affects the stability of China going forward and the future of China, you know? Who's going to be there to pay for all this nonsense and to look after all the old people? That's the problem. No one. You know what I mean? It's awful. And with the gender imbalance, it's less likely that you're going to have more families anyway. Thirty million surplus men. Yeah. It's bigger than most countries. Yeah, exactly. Thirty million surplus men. They're not. They can't have a family. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, let's move on to uh, a less depressing topic. Let's move on to uh, Wumau Corner, shall we? Now, Wumau Corner is where we talk about the haters. And they can be uh, haters of all kinds. We got some fun ones for you today. Well, sort of fun ones, I guess. Um, let's see. What do we got here, Sea Milk?
3: These are famous noodles that people in Taiwan love to import from China. What was China's response? Well, this brand had to remind Taiwanese people that they are Chinese. Can we keep propaganda out of food? Yeah, Don't that'd be nice. Don't you think that this will hurt sales?
1: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't buy it because of this. So, yeah, basically people bringing this into Taiwan from China because, hey, these are great. We love these noodles, these snail rice noodles. Um, you know, lozofen, which are very popular in China, by the way. What is it? Snail powder? It's snail powder, right? I mean, I'm still kind of a little iffy on that. I I eat them, I know them, but snail powder, it's always been a little weird to me. Crayfish taste snail powder.
3: I was okay when they did this to snail rice noodles, but not the crayfish taste.
1: (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) crayfish taste snail rice noodles. Hey.
3: How do you have crayfish-tasting snails?
1: Well, if you put snails in their, in their food bowl, the crayfish will eat the snails and they'll be tasting... You know, anyway, it doesn't matter. Nonsense. So, uh, of course, the Chinese... You're a genius. <laughs> the Chinese government or the Chinese company decided, here's a great opportunity. Taiwanese people are buying our snacks. Let's put propaganda on it. Let's remind them that they're actually Chinese. Come on, guys. That's kind of shit. It's kind of a shitty move, you know? All right, what's next? Um, what's this dude's name again? Schwab? Which Schwab is
2: it? I'm just working out. <laughs>
1: He's just working out. Okay, yep. You, you got a thing? All right, okay. All right, let's see what uh, computer voice over here has to say.
3: Charles Schwab Corporation has been listing thematic stock lists. And I just love the irony of telling Americans to potentially invest in the Chinese internet. Mm. Let's invest in the country whose internet we cannot access blocks the rest of the world. Also, the government who wants to destroy the USA.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have, I have big issues with anybody who um, is telling people to invest in China right now. I think it's a bad idea because you're investing in a, a lie, is what you're doing. You are. You're investing in a lie and you're propping up a terrible government at the same time. And they lie and they do whatever they can in order to get your investment money. And then they use it to grow. And they're actually treating you as an enemy. And they're laughing at you all the way to the bank. It's not a good idea. Anyway, you know, investing in the Chinese internet, bad idea. Don't do it. Um, Now, this is interesting. Tell us about this. Isn't this supposed to be world, world view, by the way? Oh, it's Walmart corner. This right. is
3: Chinese police on Douyin.
1: Douyin, Douyin, which is uh, TikTok. And uh, there's this video that's been going around. What does it say?
3: They're talking to Chinese abroad.
1: Okay, so let's take a look. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so uh, I will read the translation for you there. These, what you're seeing here is a bunch of police officers, all dressed up in uniform. One of them actually has a gun, okay, an assault rifle, and they're all staring at the camera, and uh, they say, It's kind of hard being on the run abroad, eh? Not used to the food, huh? Probably don't see- sleep soundly, huh? Kind of hard to get around, eh? Hard to see your parents and spouse, eh? Always living in fear, huh? Get back here and surrender. (laughs) So this is a way of them to try and coerce um, Chinese people living abroad to come home. Chinese people that they've labeled as criminals. So, hey, I don't know, maybe you're just a dissident. Maybe you're a pro-democracy supporter. Maybe you're one of those people that were in the protests and you're on the run. Hey, maybe you embezzled money and ran away. Maybe you are a criminal. But this is what they're doing is basically saying what?
3: Part of Operation Fox Hunt. Is this not the most dystopian thing you've ever seen? It's one thing to say. You can't hide from the law if you are a drug smuggler or a murderer, but you know they're addressing dissidents too. This is to scare anyone against the CCP as well.
1: Yeah, correct. It's kind of messed up, you know, for the police to go out there and, and basically say, oh, I, and I love this, not used to the food, huh? It's always about this, oh, woman, Zhongguo cai, you know, you're not going to be able to find it anywhere else. Dude, you can find grandma's Sichuan hot pot in America or abroad. There's such a huge Chinese diaspora, you will find your home cooking there anyway. So they could d- delete that whole line off of their list, I think, you know, and sleep soundly. I don't know. Are you going to sleep soundly in a Chinese jail? <laughs> you know. Anyway. Oh, you got something to say about this? <laughs> this is awkward, guys, I know. Thanks for sticking through with this nonsense. We'll be back to normal next week if your voice fixes itself. If I was a
3: Chinese dissident or criminal abroad, I will certainly sleep better abroad than listening to jackhammers and renovation.
4: <laughs> that,
3: this is true. <laughs>
4: anyway. Anyway. Yeah,
1: anyway, now uh, here we have another headline that says, China proposes UN treaty criminalizes dissemination of false information. Okay, (laughs) just because they do it, but they're proposing this to the UN, right? Oh boy, oh boy. So um, what would your take on this be? Because, I, I mean, for those of you who don't know, in China, they have this thing that's called spreading rumors and picking quarrels. It's actually a law, and you can be uh, arrested for spreading rumors and picking quarrels. So if you say, hey, um, I don't know, this, the, the policeman did this, and even if he did do it, Uh, They can say, no, it's not true. You are spreading rumors and picking quarrels and they can arrest you and put you in jail. Uh, And they use this very often to just arrest people they don't like, you know, if somebody who's having an argument with them. It's a terrible law. Now, I guess they're trying to propose that this gets put through the UN so that they can use it against dissidents abroad.
3: This is the most hypocritical thing I have seen all year. They want the UN to make it illegal worldwide to say anything bad against China and other authoritarian powers. That's all this is?
1: Correct. <clears throat> Agreed. All right. So let's uh, let's take a look. Now, this is hilarious. This just happened before the show, by the way. Hua Chunying, you know, which is the Chinese government spokesperson. Okay, she's the foreign spokesperson. She's out there. She's the one every day going on about how bad the U.S. is and how good China is. She shared a video. It says, The day-to-day life in the old town of Xinjiang's Kashgar which features the world's largest earthen architectural complex. Okay, I sped it up so you don't have to sit through this too badly, but it's a typical dancing Uyghurs, everyone's happy the minorities aren't being oppressed kind of video, okay? And you see a bunch of Uyghurs jumping around dancing in ethnic clothing, which is what you see with all state media when it comes to Xinjiang, because apparently Uyghurs, all they do is wear funny clothing and dance, because as far as the Chinese state is concerned, that's their role. So... I pointed out to her that (laughs) they always use the same bearded guy. Every time they do Xinjiang genocide denial and they do this Kashgar thing, they're always using the same guy. So if you take a look here, I said, why do you guys always use the same old man in your Xinjiang propaganda? Surely there's more than one bearded ethnic man in Kashgar, or maybe he's the only one you haven't forced to shave. And you know what? After saying that, I kind of started to believe that myself, because... He is the only one oh, with a beard. No. And if you look at all the propaganda, there's no other Xinjiang uh, Uyghur with a beard because they did force them to shave their beards, right? At the camps. Yeah, at the camps. So, I mean, he, if you even if you look at the video, anyway, even funnier, um, oh, yeah, I just wanted to show you that this guy appears in all the, the CCP shill fluff videos as well because part of the Xinjiang genocide tour... Oh, it's very velvety, yes. <laughs> velvety beard. Whenever they go on these uh, Xinjiang uh, genocide denial uh, tours, there he is in, in, what was her name again? Nico, I think, this one? Um, whenever, th- no. oh, Anne, sorry, that's another one. My mistake. She's probably been there too, though. <laughs> yeah, another one. Yeah, it's hard to tell, you know, we all look the same. Um, anyway, the fact of the matter is, This guy appears in all of the shill videos, as well as state media videos about Xinjiang being all peaceful and happy and people dancing. He's always in them. And then I went back and I watched her video that she posted again. No, it's not his fault that he appears. He's probably like forced to. And the video that she shared, this guy appears no less, in fact, more if you look in the background, but three times in that exact video. So that one video they showed, look, he's three times in three different costumes. Okay, I literally think he's the only man with a beard, the only ethnic Uyghur with a beard. And um, that's allowed allowed to appear. Uh, Let's go back, because if you look at, okay, let's look at this um, video that she posted again, and we'll just quickly browse through it. Okay, look, you got some ethnic Uyghurs here, and they're like playing instruments. They're either playing instruments or dancing, one of the two, or making food, I guess. Um, Let's go back. Let's look. Every single man that appears is clean shaven. One dude has a moustache. That's it. Moustache, or whatever you say. Okay? None of the others have beards, except for this one old man. And he keeps getting featured. There he is doing a little twirl. And then there he is at the end of this clip. That one man was used three times in this one propaganda clip, and he's been used in every state media propaganda about Xinjiang when Kashgar is involved. Isn't it pathetic? It's lazy. I know. How about having more than one bearded Uyghur? They only have one. And they're like, oh, we need the bearded Uyghur. Drag him out. His... No genocide here. Yeah, this poor guy is probably just like sitting there trying to drink tea or something. And they're like, all right, bearded Uyghur, come on. It's your time. Like, crack the whip. you got to go dance with this, this new fresh batch it's of... <laughs> yeah, he's in a dungeon. And they're like, you have to dance with this new YouTuber that's coming here, this, this, this wanker who we've got on payroll. Come do a little twirl for us, you know? It's, it's sad and pathetic that this poor guy keeps getting dragged out for these uh, stupid, I mean, uh, things over here. And yeah, you can see once again, sorry. Um, uh, 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 where did that go? My bad. Get in there. There we go. See? All in the same tweet, he appeared three times in that video. So anyway, keep a lookout for this guy. It's kind of a dog whistle. When you see this guy, you know you're watching some kind of genocide denial propaganda. Um, and of course... The same could be said for many other actors because they keep using the same people over and over again. It's just that this guy's been used more than anyone else, so it's very easy to spot him. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the Darucci type, isn't he? Uh, anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's move forward. Now, super important thing that I want to discuss here, guys. Super, super, super important. Okay, pay attention, all you guys out there. Okay, now listen to me. Okay, now listen. <laughs> OK, I'm just I'm, I'm emulating a CCP shell, OK, but quite seriously, though, this is incredibly important that everyone listens to this. We have to put this to bed right now. And this is the whole CCP versus versus CPC bullshit that's going on out there. OK, so for those of you who might not know, the Chinese Communist Party has been referred to as the CCP by Western press and the Chinese press for decades decades since its inception the ccp ccp this ccp that yeah exactly now it can also be referred to as the cpc the communist party of china instead of the chinese communist party means the same thing right anyway recently and i'd say over the last two or three years i'd say there's this narrative that's been pushed that if you don't refer to it as the cpc that you're somehow racist right? Because it's officially the CPC and not the CCP, right? This is the narrative that's been going on for about two or three years now. And it's been annoying the hell out of me. And I figured out why, okay? It's very simple. Very, very simple. It's like a criminal changing his name or using an alias so that when you get stopped by the cops and they're like, hey, what's your name? And you say, my name's Joe Dirt instead of like Joe Brown, They'll look up Joe Dirt and they won't see a criminal record. Look up Joe Brown, you get a shit ton of like criminal records. Because if you search CPC and Google, you're going to get all their official um, state media re- press releases and stuff. I made last... a
3: whole video about the change and how it happened.
1: Yeah, what's it called? You don't know. Oh, there we go. Yes, exactly. Anyway, it's good. Find it so that we can share it. The fact of the matter is, though, if you search CPC, like I said, you're only going to get official government crap that they've put out there, fluff pieces and what. If you search CCP, you're going to get decades worth of articles about the Chinese Communist Party. Good and bad, but there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of criticism. So they're trying to wipe the slate clean. That's why they're doing this. That's the motivation behind it. But I wanted to show you that it's used all the time. People try to call me racist or uh, insensitive or whatever by saying CCP because it's a way to try and shut you down and, like I said, wipe the slate clean. So um, I got a little annoyed with this the other day. Someone was, again, trying to pull this crap in order to divert away from an argument I was having or a, something I was saying. Um, and so I went ahead and I searched on China, uh, the Rinmin Rubao, China Daily, which is the number one. <clears throat> oh, is it not working? Oh, limit reached. You have to pay. Better find a different one, yeah. Um, China Daily. Rinmin Ribao, and also it's Rinmin Wang is the online version of it. The China Daily itself, which is the number one uh, Chinese newspaper that's been running since 1949 or whenever, before that even. It's the Communist Party's mouthpiece. It is the most official uh, Chinese state media.
5: The video is called China is about to
1: attack Okay, that's what it's called. All right. Anyway, I went to go and search through um, the Rinmin Ruobao, and guess what? They are calling it the CCP. I have some examples up here on the screen. Just to prove to you and everybody out there that 100% calling it the CCP is correct, and the Chinese government, official Chinese government newspaper calls it the CCP too, or at least used to before they got the direction to change it. In fact, these articles from 2016 all say CCP, and I guess it was probably around 2016, 2017 that they decided to flip the switch and say, let's let's make everyone feel as if they're racist if they say CCP. But let's take a look at this. For instance, this is a, an article about a man who was accused of organizing paid protests and was sentenced to three years in prison. I've circled a little area. It says, at the trial, Jai admitted I was in charge of building the protest, setting uh, setting the public... Sorry, getting the public worked up and having passerbys to join. With more people on the street, conflicts between citizen and law enforcement uh, were uh, exacerbated. Our ultimate goal was to get international outsiders to intervene, overthrow the leadership of the CCP, and carry out revolution in China. Now, of course, this poor guy was just forced to say this crap and blame it on outside forces, whatever the hell. But look, CCP...
5: China has been calling it the CCP for literally decades. These gaslighting shill losers can't even read, apparently. The best thing is that many of these shills called it the CCP before, too.
1: Yeah, that's true. The guys that are saying, you racist to call it CCP, if you look through their, their tweet history or their video history, they call it the CCP as well. Anyway, I have to bring this up to everybody's attention. Okay, here's another article about lifting people out of poverty. Um, and it says the only option to salvage their blah 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 property was moving them to better um, and uh, conducive parts of the region this was simple according to the secretary of the ccp in the region because no individual owns land owns land in china so that is you can see from en.people.com that's a people's daily again um, i'll show you one or two more just to drive the point home even here okay they're talking about the member um, of the Communist Party of China. Okay? In the same article that they see, say CCP, Communist Party of China, CPC, CCP. It's interchangeable, right? Just so you all know. Here again, you can take a look. It says CCP. Something about some New Zealanders or something doing some or other like propaganda for the CCP. It's just in your face. There we go. Again, the CCP, Central Committee of <coughs> this and that. in official Chinese state media. Number one, top state media. So this is why I want to, wanted to put this all to bed. Okay? If somebody comes at you trying to say, oh, it's racist to say CCP, well, then obviously the Chinese government itself is racist, isn't it? to call itself CCP, Well, it is. It absolutely is. But I mean, it's nonsense. This, this has to be just stopped now. Right. I think we can all agree on that. It's just nonsense. It's the CCP. If you want to call it the CCP, you're not wrong. The Chinese government itself calls it the CCP. Now we know. Now those people that are saying, oh, CPC crap, jog on. Off you go on your bike. Yeah. Anyway, what do we have next? Guangzhou police preventing people
5: from carrying flowers and holding a public vigil for the victims of the recent Guangzhou vehicle attack.
1: Ah, yes. Do you
5: know why? Because according to state media, it was just an accident, and they didn't want anyone to know that the guy who murdered everyone was related to a big government official.
1: True, true. Yeah, I I remember this.
0: Oh, it's very long?
1: Okay. Um, Here's the thing, guys. Um, Obviously, we're not going to show the footage, but it was a a week ago. You can look it up. Horrendous. Okay, some guy drove his BMW SUV on the most crowded street in Tianhe. We've all been there. That is the most crowded street in, in Guangzhou. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's the most busiest, bustling street, huge amount of people walking over the road, and the guy rammed his BMW through a crosswalk while people were crossing, killed five people, injured I think 13, I mean, we're talking women, children, anyone, just indiscriminate. Rammed through them, killed them, got out of his car, threw 100 RMB notes all over the place and said, what are you gonna do about it? My cousin's a, a CCP official or some crap like that. Okay, totally lost his mind, like I said, There are little to no mechanisms to deal with mental health in China. It's a complete mess. All right? And so things like this do happen. But, of course, it happens. It gains widespread attention. It was being shared everywhere. It got censored. It got shut down. And now you can't even put flowers to remember the victims. Imagine it was your wife or daughter or whatever that got run over by this maniac and killed. You're not allowed to put flowers down. Because by putting flowers down, it shows that something happened. This is... This is the problem. Like anyone who, who's worried about government control, anyone who's got any kind of tinfoil hat theories about the US CIA putting, I don't know, microchips in your breakfast cereal or whatever, this is what you have to worry about. This is government control. You cannot mourn your own, the death of your own relatives. And it's the same with all these COVID deaths as well. Yeah. Remember the big tunnel where everyone died in the flood? And countless people died. We still don't know. And they tried to put flowers down. They put barricades around the flowers and stuff. It's awful. Okay, that is government control.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure.
1: Anyway, you get the idea. You can't put down flowers. You can't remember the victims. Um, get out of here. Otherwise, we'll arrest you type thing. See, more and more police come. And they prevent it. It's bloody awful. Okay. You weren't kidding about that being long. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So now I guess it's worldview time. Are we going to hit worldview? Finally, we get to hit worldview where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regards to China. Or at least this week, I'll talk about everything. <laughs> and you'll type something. OK, cool. You want to run it now? OK. Um, nice. Everyone gets to hear the copy sounds. I'm sure they were looking forward to that. Um, Okay, give me a second. Oops, I think I just messed it up. I'll start that over again. One second. I mean, you guys are probably guessing what's coming. If you've been hearing the whispers of... I'm
2: just working out.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, We have a little show that happens every Monday. It's It's a private little VIP show. Do you think your voice will be fixed by then? You think so? probably maybe okay either way uh monday we have a little thing i'll show you what you missed last week quickly okay let's do it <laughs> this is ho time <laughs> no, no reason for anyone to ever <laughs> no. see this ever. never okay. right there yeah mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Sorry, baby.
3: Pursuit <laughs> oh, sweet, you little baby. <laughs>
1: it's useful. <laughs> it's useful. <laughs> huh,
0: huh, huh? Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, so um, we did a lot on Monday. We did a couple more of those Lianhua Qingwen capsule things because there's so many of them. Uh, so we did a couple more. We'll probably bring those into the show eventually. Um. We'll do a big, like, mega compilation of them because there's so many. Basically found all of their adverts and all of their videos that they've ever produced. And there's some crazy stuff because, you know, they they make adverts for Kuwait and they make adverts for Ukraine and everywhere around the world. They've basically been trying to get this Lianhua ching junk all over the place. So um, it was a lot of fun. Join us. If you have the means, we'd love to see you there on our Monday show. Head over to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcasts. And uh, if you... Can't join the Shaban Ho tier. And that's Join us
5: we're... every Monday. It's freaking amazing. You can watch every previous episode if you join our Patreon at the Shaban Ho tier.
1: <laughs> what is a Shaban Ho? It's the best way to support us as well.
5: We show you the stuff that's too hot for YouTube if that makes sense. It's an entire show.
1: Uh, and why did you become a woman all of a sudden? Just checking. Oh, okay. Never mind. I guess there's no answer to that. Oh, there is. Okay. Well, is it coming?
2: I have a cold. <laughs>
1: okay. All right, guys. So now, now we we actually have to get into worldview. So what's going on in worldview is kind of sad. Let's start out with this, and maybe you can explain it when when it's uh, happened. What's happening here? Okay, I'll just play it. Should have put, there should have been some music here for some effect yeah okay just saying you know like oh, you took oh it's got copyright music okay here we go
4: 大家好, 现在我委托一些朋友在我被失踪后把这段视频公之于众。也就是说当大家看到这段视频时, 11月 但是在警察认定我们无罪并予以释放在我们以为事情已经结束的时候圆镜 我猜如今我的母亲也正从南方的县城千里迢迢赶往北京询问我的下落。我如今26岁, 刚毕业一年半, 在这一场成千上万人参与的悼念活动中,在现场我们遵守秩序,没有和警察产生任何冲突的情况下, student protest之后,为什么还要悄无声息地带走我们? 我们不想凭空被消失
5: a protester is pleading to the world to not let them disappear. Do you know why? Because the Chinese government are disappearing anyone that participated in the protests in China. Media is silent. They are acting like the protests had no repercussions. Nope, it's just a silent Tiananmen Square massacre all over again, but no one is talking about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, seriously, for those of you who are listening, um, it's just an appeal. It's a video that she got her friends to release if she disappeared. And she just attended a protest. OK, so attending one of those protests, you know, the protests we're talking about after the people burned to death in the, the fire in Urumqi and people went out with the blank papers and so on uh, to protest the fact that the lockdowns were actually just ridiculous and, and you know, people were dying and all this stuff. Um she attended one of those protests with her friends. They were then arrested afterwards. People, came, the police came to their homes and arrested them and took them away and kept them in the police station for 24 hours and obviously gave them re-education, as they call it, where they just sit there and, um, you know, talk about it or basically berate them and tell them why they were wrong, etc. And then they were let go. But then slowly but surely they were being arrested uh, again and again, and forced to sign um, the the arrest warrant with a blank, without a reason. It was blank, but they force you to sign. You have no choice. The police bring you in. They're like, sign this, or you're not, you know, going to be let go. Type thing. Anyway, her friends have disappeared without a trace, and now she's disappeared as well without a trace. It's really awful because this is the side of things that's just not being talked about. You know, a lot of people. Um, will think, uh, as you said in your computer voice, that uh, these, these riots or whatever were fairly successful. But they're not. The people that, uh, that actually participated, whether they did anything, like she said, they obeyed the rules, they didn't cause any conflicts, they didn't uh, attack the police, they didn't do anything like that. They just went to these protests and they were all rounded up. These people are being disappeared. And so here's the thing. You had a bunch of courageous people stand up for the first time ever, and they're being punished for it. All right, so you have to just remember this, that it wasn't a victory and they didn't walk away and say, yes, we, we enacted change and, and we're proud that we're Chinese citizens that can make a difference. No, they were like so frustrated. They went out, did the protest, and now they're being punished for it and disappeared for it. It's not a good good system at all. You know what I mean?
5: You don't need tanks when you have a full surveillance state. They will find every single one of the protesters. It's very convenient for the Chinese government. They don't need to look brutal and can be completely brutal in the background after no one cares anymore. China got to have its cake and eat it too.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, well said, uh, woman computer voice. Quite seriously, though, it's despicable. It's terrible. And um, you do not understand what it feels like until you've lived in China and realized that when the police decide that they've got their, their eyes set on you, when some kind of official action's taken against you, there is nothing you can do. You do not have any rights. And this is something that a lot of Americans, specifically, that I ran into, uh, and a lot of first worlders, I should say, that lived in China did not understand. They're so used to the idea of having rights, like any rights that they just don't take into consideration how bad it can get. That's why people would do things like smoke weed and all that kind of stuff, because they're like they're used to the the idea of being able to... I remember one guy, an American guy, telling me, oh, yeah, if the cops come try to search me, I just won't give them permission and they won't be able to. He's in China, because I was warning him about smoking weed in China. I was like, dude, it doesn't work that way. And it doesn't. That same guy actually ended up getting arrested, you know, when they did one of those bar raids and they force you to pee. And they actually stand there and watch you pee. That's another thing. They're like, in America or whatever, you can like, oh, I need a female officer or whatever if you're a girl. No, it doesn't matter. In China, they'll make you like piss in a cup. And they'll stand there and watch you, like all of them. You don't have rights, you know? People, you cannot think of China, the Chinese government, in the same way you think of your own government, okay? This poor girl and her, her colleagues and countless other people have been spirited away by the police. Now, who knows where they are, what's going to happen to them, and all because they stood up for what they believed in for one night. And this is also why so many people don't understand the risks dissidents take. When you've got a Chinese person that moves to another country and they speak out against the CCP, they're taking such a massive risk. You take it for granted, If you're allowed to protest in your country, if you're allowed to speak up against the government in your country, especially America, everybody rags on the government. Who doesn't criticize Biden or Trump or whatever? Everybody, oh, the Republicans, this, oh, the Democrats, that. It's part of culture in America to criticize the government, whether it's a specific individual in the government or a a government party or the, the White House or whatever it is. People criticize. You can't do that in China. If you go out there and publicly criticize Xi Jinping or criticize the Communist Party of China, you will be disappeared. So you have to change your mindset and understand the massive risk any Chinese national takes whenever they speak out against the government. Just wanted to put that out there.
4: 那么这个社会还有多少可以容纳我们情绪的空间？希望大家救助我们。如果要给我们定罪，请拿出证据。yeah, it's so right
1: at the end. Just if anyone speaks Chinese, they will uh, be able to understand.
5: They even watch when you piss on the frog.
1: Oh, they do. Yes, they do. Actually, that's our audience. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Um, okay, we got something else here in worldview. Um... What's this, by the... Oh, it's the same thing. Okay, I'll get past that. It's done. Yeah, okay. So, um, we got another little clip for you. I want to ask you, Seamilk, what would you do for a bag of rice? Like, if I'm like, hey, man, give you a free bag of rice, what would you do? Just ask it.
4: What?
1: In English. Yeah, just the top one there. Yeah, that one.
5: I would sit in the snow for hours in northern China until I got frostbite.
1: Okay, because that's what's happened here. So the local government, where was this, by the way? Northern China, okay. So for those of you who are not watching, it's, it's freezing, it's snowing, okay? In northern China, it's bitterly cold. So you got a bunch of people sitting there. Now the local government was like, "Hey, um, we're going to, you know, help out in these like cold times or whatever by giving uh, giving out some rice and black oil, okay? If you come to this the oil place, oil was rotten. Yeah, I mean it's black. You can see it there. It's in the picture. They're like, we're going to give this out. Yes, I wouldn't want to cook with that. Anyway, the thing is." They're like, come, you know, come here to claim your free rice and oil. But what they did was they forced everyone who came there to sit and listen to like an hour and a, a an hour plus monologue about how good the government is before they were allowed to take their rice.
5: Free food poisoning and frostbite. Come one, come all. <laughs> Xi Jinping rules. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, I mean, if you take a look at it, you got people sitting in this freezing cold. I mean, isn't that just despicable? Force people to sit for hours listening, or at least an hour plus, listening to your monologue so you can get, give them a bag of rice. You know what I mean? It's pretty crappy. It's freaking snowing.
5: Gutter you know? oil snow party.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gutter oil snow party. Anyway, that's the Chinese government for you. You know, they—they're never going to give anything out for free.
0: <laughs>
1: I was enjoying that monologue. Okay, I want to hear about how well, how good they are to the people. You know, they have to tell you how good they are to you before being. Or giving you something which is of a substandard, anyway. I got another Daruchi sighting over here, this time in the Philippines. Wow, Daruchi's really making it far and wide, guys. It's kind of crazy. <clears throat> all right, so it's now time, guys, finally, for our uh, yamcha, which is our and uh, QA section where we answer your questions and you question our answers. Now, this is going to be tough this week because, like, how are we going to do this? You've got it, you're going to do it. Can you make it faster? Okay, all right, so. You're going to like copy and paste everyone's questions into this, aren't you? Okay. And then I guess I'll be answering them.
5: Kevin and good work lads. The footage you managed to dig up, just so absurd. Wouldn't see it anywhere else. The laughs and insights are well worth a couple of bucks.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You have to speed that up. That's going to take forever. All right. I mean, I could also read them out, you know. (laughs) Either way. Um, Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. You know, a lot of the footage that we have is stuff that we shot ourselves. Um, But of course, yeah, we're not currently in China, so we do have to dig up a lot of stuff. But we're so happy that you enjoy it. What's next? Okay. Temporary Name says... I got to get a little closer here. Okay. Why is there a new variant of the Ballsack soundbite? uh what's with the canned drinks also don't forget what Dazak did of course Balsak. well for those of you who don't hey, know hey, Balsak. Peter Balsack, who loves Watson's water okay that's he's there that I don't there know yeah you know how like brands sponsor people this is a case of a person sponsoring a brand okay like he's may as well have taken out massive amount of shares you know what I mean in, him, in 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 Watson's water. Anyway, yeah, Peter Bolsek, In otherwise Minecraft. Uh, yeah, in Minecraft. Uh, also known as uh, Peter Dazak is responsible for muddying the waters of the outbreak because I'm guessing I'm guessing he initially isn't a bad guy, but probably was feeling mad guilty and worried because he realized that his lab and his research that he was funding was probably the genesis of all this. You know what I mean? So he got a bunch of scientists to help him write a paper to say that anyone who suggested it's potentially a lab leak will, um, well, was a conspiracy theorist and in a, in a nutcase, basically.
5: Sack was probably chill until lab shenanigans.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like old Ball Sack was probably fine. He had the right like motivations. He wanted to help the world and all that, but then things went wrong, and he turned into this villain trying to cover up his tracks. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, what's next? We've got uh, Apocalypse Survivor says... F the CCP. Love you guys. Thank you. What do we got next? Uh, Tyler says, What up, guys? Great to hear that the CCP and WF still shill. Jacinda Comrades Arden has finally decided to resign. This is a major victory for freedom. Well, you know, I don't know much about New Zealand politics myself. Sorry, I don't know too much I about it. I
5: wouldn't call her a CCP shill.
1: No, I, I wouldn't either. It's hard to say. Anyway, uh, if you are a New Zealander, you know more about that than we do. Uh, what's next? Here's my Ong Pao, or whatever it's called. <laughs> okay, it's called a Hong Pao, but thank you. So red envelopes, guys. Chinese New Year's just around the corner. In fact, it's uh, tomorrow night or something like that, right? Got big plans to do anything? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to say what they are. Okay. Well, apparently, sea milk's got big plans to do something. Okay. <laughs> and what Gonna are they?
5: take over the world.
1: Okay, cool. Well, I know we're going to have a big family hot pot type thing or something along those lines. I guess those are our plans. But yeah, you give out red packets, hong bao, which means red packet. Yeah, hong being red. and.
5: Shit, I can't believe I just let that slip.
1: Oh, you're going to take over the world. Yeah, anyway, let's see what's next. Popeye says, hope you get well soon, sea milk. Thanks. Okay, next one, Brendan Hickman. Hello, friends. Ugh, using doggo speak, I can't catch the stream, but I uh, want you to have a good week. Thank you. Appreciate. Thanks. That. Yeah, appreciate it. Small human or whatever they say. <laughs> I hate doggo speak. Anyway, let's move on. Shish. Uh, Shish. Russ- <laughs> yeah. Don't you just hate it when people say like she shay or whatever? Yeah, it's really terrible. <laughs> yeah exactly
4: <laughs>
1: okay anyway um, Russell says uh, what would it take for Winston to dress up in a baggy sleazy lurking dress and Matthew in a three piece suit <laughs> I don't know what
5: about 350 okay
1: next um, the message was retracted okay Quinn, it must have been a good message. Quinn says, "Low eighty six, continue on with your work with the intro music. Continue to prevent Serpent's Day from trying to change it." Piers, How much to count down to zero on Steam, uh, Winston? Count down to zero. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh, oh! oh on I string. will change it forever. Try. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, okay. What is this? Dan Dan Kachatora says. Thanks for says, the
5: lucky number,
1: Dan. Mm, thank you Yeah, thank you says Happy Lunar New Year Still catching up With your videos Excellent Well, thank you very much Mihak Robin says uh, Life is like a box of chocolates Cool Mihak being a member uh, Dan Smith
4: you
1: Yeah, you never You never know What you're going to get um, Dan Smith says Let's be stupid together All right David Lopin Feel better, champ Thank you both For bringing us Weekly production That you provide to us I know it takes a lot of time and effort. Thank you. Well, thank you very Thanks. much. And especially thank you for the timestamps. Um, <laughs> what are you what are you trying to do there? Um, and David Lopan is offering some me- medicinal advice to um Luo you know, Guo. Luo Guo. Yeah, that's right. You could use that or just take some Lianhua Qingwen capsules. They're proven to have a 90%. Anyway, let's continue on. In Minecraft, obviously. <laughs> in roblox all right next we have uh scranton beat says my first child a son who is half chinese was born last night just in time to be a courageous and determined who (laughs) yes watching at hospital while helping dude congratulations
5: congrats
1: you're in for a hell of a ride man uh having that first kid and it's it's crazy it's a journey it's it's uh it's insane your life's about to change for the better uh in so many ways it's also going to be very frustrating for a while, and you're going to have to deal with a lot of bad smells and, you know, noises and stuff. That's part of being a father, you know? All right, next. Uh, temporary name says, HK97 SNES game OST. <laughs> also, why not martial arts? Yeah, I don't know.
5: Wo I Beijing Tiananmen.
1: Yes, that's right. That's a real song, by the way, a real patriotic song. Um, and it's It's horrible it's ear piercing yeah anyway let's move on we used to prank prank each other and play that you know like when we get drunk on friday whatever we would put on music and it would always be that song would be on somewhere yep okay 80s game guy Sea milk has no voice because he has given a voice to the people of china truth (laughs) nice uh next one little green ghoul says every time they pull me out i'm back I gotta understand China, man. You guys are my favorite CIA psyop. Keep up the good work and take ten Benadryl. <laughs> well, in Minecraft, no more. You gotta understand.
5: Classified.
1: <laughs> yep. All right. Next, we have um, Chinese Pride says Winston is a sexy beast. Well, th- thank you. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with compliments, but thank you. Um, I'm sure you are too. PB says. PRC is ranked 64 on the Henley Passport Index. Papua New Guinea, Venezuela, all Central American countries, and even Micronesia are all ahead. Yeah, it's not a good passport. It's, and um, th- this is an issue I have with quite a few uh, expats that I know who, who've who basically started a family in China. Is Nothing wrong with starting a family in China. It's great. You fall in love with your, your wife, you, you have a kid, but it's your responsibility... If you have a different nationality, to ensure that your child gets a better passport, right?
5: passport you mean?
1: Oh, passport, yes, the China passport. Seriously though, um, because you're just handicapping your child. Otherwise, it's the same situation with me. A South African passport's bloody useless. If there was a chance that my parents could have given me a better passport, you know, I would have been eternally grateful. You know what I'm saying? So, if you are that guy and you've just been waiting on the right time, just do it now. You know? Okay. Miha Robin. Thank you for the sticker. Will Smith slapping Xi Jinping. Did Jada take your tongue, man? About
5: to get slapped.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Maz says, Robberies are up in my town. Looks like I might need to get my hands on a Chinese passport. Strictly for protection, though. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine in real life what would happen in that situation? If somebody just, like, whipped out the... the like, a passport. Chinese or otherwise. And be like, You stay away. I'm a... Whatever. You think that would help concealed them or hinder? Concealed
5: Chinese it? passport permit.
1: <laughs> yeah, you need concealed Chinese passport permit. CCPP. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh but I see, seriously. I see you would be the frog. Yeah. No, but quite seriously. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I I really do think it would be detrimental. You know, I think it would cause more problems. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what's next. Um, Drizzle says, Hope you get better soon, Sea Milk. Xie, xie. Uh, Bob Hunter says, All around the world don't like communists. Simple. Yeah, I mean, even. Xie, xie. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tony D, how many years before CCP do forced marriage and childbearing? Uh, it's not far off, really. About it's not far-
5: 350.
1: <laughs> Seriously, though, they. We reported on this already, where the police called a newlywed uh, and were kind of asking the, the the lady, "So when are you planning to have kids?" Kind of you know suggesting that it should happen sooner rather than later. It might become once they've I think once they've run out of the the whole sort of incentives like oh we'll give you a stimulus package, we'll give you some money, or we'll give you free this or free that. Once that stops working, they might actually get down to forced sterilization. And remember, it's the same government that did uh, forced. Uh, sorry, not forced, they'll do forced insemination, okay? Not sterilization, insemination, because they forced uh, abortions, even late-term abortions. They did that. They were able to go into the villages and force anyone who is trying to have more than one child to have an abortion. So it's a pretty evil government that's pretty capable of doing some messed up stuff. So I'm pretty sure they can go and be like, we're going to artificially inseminate you now. There's nothing you can do about it, you know? It's entirely possible. It's not without the realms of possibility. Anyway, Russell Thander. Even though we've uh, overtaken China, our birth in India has declined twenty-five percent and expected to decline. Um, it's uh, ins- insane that Japan's birth rate is higher than China. Yeah, true. Uh, oh, damn beard! Nice to see you here. Says, be careful. The Godfather is watching. I'll refuse
5: <laughs> that offer. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, Gabriel Keene says, Great show as usual, boys. Thank you for your continuous quality, serious and comedic China content. Winston, I love the back and forth between you and Deer on Twitter. She really makes me irritate. Yeah, man, that was so funny. But Dear Wong? Yeah. But she said some horrendous things to some people and got herself suspended for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think she realizes that... Um... Oh, yeah, dude. She
5: ran her mouth so bad
1: you know freedom of speech is one thing but to be like vulgar and vile and attack people is another thing um it's kind of funny anyway yeah i can't wait to to uh get some more back and forth with her in the future um anyway let's see next is uh, jim flag says <clears throat> oh i missed that one yeah jim flag oh okay oh the great sorry great gotta bring in the great jim flag says here's some luck for you matt get well soon sure <laughs> Noah Armstrong going to boot camp on the twenty third. Thanks for all the informative content you have sh- you have shown me. Hey man, good luck, good luck with that. I think it's going to be very fulfilling. Um, yeah, can't wait to hear back how it all works out for you. Okay, let's do it. Around okay, sorry. Sea milk types around the world, one hundred and thirty three times. Lol, nice.
5: Around the world. Okay. Around the world, one hundred thirty-three times. Okay.
1: Um, Colin says, "Me and uh, Lao Gong are starting green card procedures." Okay. Oh, advice? Just follow the rules. Follow what's stipulated. Um, I, I know plenty of people who've gone through it, um, and it—you know—like it depends on your country, of course. Yeah, I'm presuming it's in America. I'm not American, so I don't know. You'd be able to tell. I them.
5: literally just did what they told me to at the consulate.
1: Right. Yeah, go to the consulate and consult. I think that... Never mind. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> next, Brian says, uh, the bearded man... What's this?
5: Make sure you speak English clearly and don't hide...
1: What? Don't Don't hide stuff. Obviously. It's very important to be upfront whenever I found this, whenever you're dealing with any kind of official um, documents or any kind of government, you know, organization or whatever, just be honest, you know, just be honest and straightforward and work it out from there. Okay. Brian Kane says, the bearded man is the Waldo of the ADV China community. Also, that police clip was shot like a Tarantino movie. Foreign interference. Yep. Absolutely chinese ox oh what do you got to have to say here didn't mr milk beat up the old uyghur guy in that royal rumble i still have a score to settle with jaunty and doc slothing
5: chinese ox stole my voice tell the world
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i think i think the old uyghur guy was beat up in the royal rumble actually not you mentioned it <laughs> yeah that was so much fun by the way um we did that on Xiaoban Ho. We had this uh, like year-end royal rumble of all the characters of ADV. Um, Chinese
5: ox is Ursula.
1: <laughs> is Ursula? What, the sea witch? Oh, yeah, steals a voice. That's right. Um, crooked smile. I still can't believe that The Little Mermaid came out the same time as the Tiananmen Square Massacre on the same year. To me, that's bizarre because when I think of Tiananmen Square Massacre, for me, it seems like such a, a, a long time back in history. And I think about the little mermaid, it doesn't seem that far back. Does that make sense? But it was the same year. Okay.
5: It's easy to separate for me cuz I was under the sea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do what you meant to say one was under the you were it's under the sea. It's easy to
5: separate for me cuz uh. one was under the
1: sea. Shows you how much you know, it's the, like most of the movies, actually above the sea. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Crooked Smile says, always looking forward to the show. You guys have been, uh, have an amazing bro chemistry and you show, your show with all the snips are great. Thank you very much. They're great. great. We, we do appreciate sure. it. We appreciate it a lot. It's a bit weird today since Seamilk can't speak, but whatever. Uh sure. Sure. <laughs> Doc Sluthington, Nice misspelling there, Chinese ox, because he said Cox Sluthington instead of Doc Sluthington. <laughs> I read it cor- incorrectly. Um, you mess with the sloth, <laughs> you go and get the claws. <laughs> um, let's see.
5: Doc is armed heavily.
1: With a walking cane? <laughs> is it one of those walking canes with a sword in it? Those are pretty cool.
5: Granted, it's 1700s-era weapons.
1: Anyway, yeah, let's see. Hucker says, I've been following the podcast since 2019 when I was still a college student. Now I got my first job. It's crazy how far you guys have gotten. Gio, thank you. Super appreciate that. And we're so happy to have you along for such a long time. Seriously. Doc Slothington says, I'm hearing rumors Seemok like yelled himself hoarse. Oh, sorry. Chinese ox says, see you at the Rumble, if not before, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the next Royal Rumble, by the way, but we kinda of have to wait till the end of the year.
5: <laughs> Yikes.
1: <laughs> okay. Doc Slutington. I'm hearing rumors Seemilk yelled himself horse at an Imagine Dragons concert. No judgment here. Feel better soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> I caught him with, I caught him with a minions hoodie, you know, you put it over and it's got like goggles on it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Radioactive. Yeah. Okay. Daniel Spoon says cough medicine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's useful. Oh, dude, I really want to show that one. That's so funny. That's so freaking funny. Um, anyway, <clears throat> former sheriff... Uh, this is from San Windmill. Former sheriff uh, Kenny Boone took Matt's voice because... You haven't talked to your kids about felony embezzlement? I don't really get it. I don't know who that is, but okay. (laughs)
4: Okay.
1: Peak White Monkey says, Communication milk. Feel better, dude. (laughs) Communication milk. (laughs) Thank you, James. Um, Okay, we'll find it. There we go. Um, Jake says, "Sea milk, you have a cold." <laughs> yes, you do. You have that still somewhere here.
2: I have a cold.
1: Yes, you do. All right. Um, Vincent says, uh, "Looking for new Android phone, and can you uh, and can only find Chinese phones at malls in the Philippines. Have any recommendations for which have the best data privacy?" Ah, uh, dude, I know. I know this kind of sucks to hear, but if you want a good Android phone, get a Google Pixel. They're incredible. Um, no joke. I'm a big fan. And I bought the Google Pixel 3 XL or whatever it was, and that was years and years and years ago. And my one still works perfectly. And it's up to date. And it's amazing. And the pictures it takes are still good. I don't use it as my primary phone, but just to let you know that it's still relevant. And it's bleeding edge when it comes to Android. And uh, it's got extra features that other Android phones don't have. Get a Google Pixel. No, it's not 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 a a sponsor. sponsor. Definitely not a sponsor. Just saying, like, it's. I've had good experiences. I bought one for my mom. She still uses it, you know? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. Okay. Uh, Katie Ong says, uh, do you think the CCP is letting the virus run rampant so they don't need to support the growing number of old people? I mean, that's been a theory that's been going around for a while, but I don't think it's intentional. I don't think they were like, if anything, it's a silver lining for them, that they're just kind of... You know, it it helps them out, but I don't think it was ever um, intentional.
5: No big brain from the CCP.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. They're a reactionary, not proactive government, you know? Okay, let's see what's next. Uh, Joseph Duff uh, says, The Onion once did a great parody of Chinese media. Search Chinese Andy Rooney. It's hilarious, and I'd like your opinion of the Mandarin. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I think I remember that one, actually. And yeah, they did get a proper Mandarin speaker. It was the one about the refrigerator or whatever. Yeah, no, that was correct. They did that hilariously <laughs> ridiculous one, The Onion, about the counterfeit. The, try to find that one. It's about like Chinese counterfeits. Remember? And the guy dresses up and <laughs> whatever. It's super funny. The Onion used to be so good. Oh, anyway, Seward Dirt says, I'm grateful for your insight on China. Uh, though you uh, have a disturbing blind spot regarding the U.S., uh, it is a lack of—is it a lack of knowledge or your political alignment? You two are often correlated. Twitter files, guys. No, it's not that, dude. We discuss China. There's so many. I mean, there are more people discussing the U.S. and the U.S.'s politics and problems in the world than anyone that discusses anything else. It's unnecessary for us to jump on that bandwagon and. Be a part of that. That's not what we do. We discuss China and China's problems. Just because China has a problem doesn't need, mean we need to focus on America's problem that's the same or similar. Does that make sense to you? Like, it's okay to say the CCP has this problem without having to mention, but America also. You know what I'm saying? So, we'd like to stick with what's in our wheelhouse, basically. It's not a blind spot. We live in America. We know what's going on. We're not dumb. You know what I mean?
5: It's called staying in your lane. We lived in China over a decade. You want U.S. dialogue and to participate in the further split in American politics. Go elsewhere.
1: Well, I mean, that, that's the thing. There, there are left-wing and right-wing commentators who are out there, you know, and they do their job. Every, everyone on YouTube is about American politics anyway, isn't it? Most people.
5: You're welcome to stay for China commentator stuff.
1: Yeah, and we're very happy to have you here. Anyway, Tony, and by the way, thank you for the question. Um, Tony says, looking for advice. My brother was murdered back in November. Don't really know what to do. Totally unexpected. My family and I are totally heartbroken. It's hard, constant sorrow. What would you do? I have a video about that. Um, In fact, let me find the title for you. I'll look it up on my phone right now. Um, Because my brother died when I was young. Uh, When I was 13 and he was seven.
5: Sorry to hear about that. Winston's video is highly recommended.
1: Let's see. Let me find what it's called. It's probably easy enough. Oh, it's called My Little Brother Died. How does a person deal with this? You can find it on my channel, and hopefully that helps you deal with it. And I understand your pain. It's bloody awful. What's that? Oh, you're linking it? Okay, cool. Uh C-Milk's putting it in the comments in, in the live chat so you can you can follow the link from there. Okay, FG F K D whatever says uh something about some nonsense. The M P A A D M C A something or other. Thanks, man. <laughs> I gotta take a sip of water. Give me a second. Um, uh life giving water. Nectar of the gods. Okay, Lecker says, it's estimated that uh, Chinese population is around 1 billion only since the CCP has inflated the number for decades. Happy Lunar New Year, gentlemen. Well, thank she's, you very much. She's. And yes, it very well could be that. And we also don't know how many people have died as a result of COVID too. It's wiped out a huge amount of people. We don't know. I mean, it's, it's irresponsible to hazard a guess even. But uh, it's definitely a lot higher than 60,000, that's for sure. You know? Mm. I mean, yeah, I I would want to guess, and personally, I would say in the millions. Okay. Okay. Absolutely in the millions. But uh, it's tens of millions. Is it hundreds of millions? Who knows? But it's definitely in the millions. Okay. Walter Dedman says Sea milk, I have a cold. I have a cold. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Marcel Lara says Milk is using CCP logic by using a female robot voice. It's low-key working. Uh, can I get a subway yes, wonder yes. man? Yes, you can.
3: Hey, do I look like a subway wonder, wonder man? Man,
1: Of course you can. You can always get a subway wonder man. Um, what is happening here? Okay, next. From Jintao Tess Valantis says that Russian accent made me laugh more than I would like to admit get better soon see comrade and best of luck to both of you
2: thank you so much comrade
1: <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> next uh, from Katie Ong please say I am Sarah A- 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 A, younger and beautiful <laughs>
0: yes younger and beautiful
5: I am Sarah, I
1: younger and beautiful. I mean, that's. Yeah, anyway, let's move on. Um, Six Mei Lin says, Happy Lunar New Year. I hope you enjoy the New Year Gala. <laughs> <laughs> new What's that? Yeah, maybe we'll get new material from the New Year Gala. I wonder if they'll do.
4: <laughs>
1: do you think they'll do like Blackface again or something crazy <laughs> like that? I mean, it's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah, I'm a who? Yeah, it could be, I'm a two. Yeah, it's Year of the Rabbit, by the way, for those of you who don't know. And uh, Hua Chunying, our favorite... Um... No, we didn't include it, but it was funny. Hua Chunying, the foreign spokesperson for China, uh, put out the new mascot. They've got this thing called Tu Xing Xing, which is their mascot for space. It's like a rabbit in a, in a space suit. Why do they have to come up with this crap? Like, seriously, does America have a mascot for going to space? some random animal or something probably not right yeah it's called the moon that's not a mascot okay but anyway she she revealed on twitter this tu xing xing and she said tu xing xing in in english two star like t-o two star is our new mascot she can't even translate or whoever's typing her tweets can't even translate it means rabbit star rabbit star not two star Anyway, Tu Shing Shing, better watch out. There's Rabbit Star Star, or whatever. Rabbit Twinkle Star is their new mascot for going to space. Anyway, <laughs> it should go go between her ears. Anyway, let's move on. You know the old joke. What do you call a fly buzzing around in your head? A space invader. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Eastwood says number four hundred says glad you could do the show even without a voice. That's dedication. Hope you feel better. Happy Chinese New Year. see Hey, guys. Come rain or shine, we'll be here. Um, of course, it might be ridiculous like this, but if we can pull it off, we'll pull it off. Um, okay, what's next? Okay. Uh, cynical part of me... Um, cynical part of my brain is saying CCP is using the virus to fix population imbalance. Yeah, I mean... Please bring back creepy milk. Yeah, we might. Yeah, seriously... I know a lot of people might think that because it's the kind of thing you would expect the CCP to do, but I really don't think it's, uh, it's that at all. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's also only hitting a very small percentage of the elderly, right?
5: Listen, it's killing between 0.02% and 0.7% elderly. So it fixes nothing.
1: Yeah, that's true. Anyway, let's move on. That's still a huge number of people. I know. Of course, like in the long run, it doesn't matter. But still a hell of a lot of people. Um, Erica Goldberg, how's clam Man doing? Was laughing about him the other day. <laughs> um, to be honest, whatever he's doing, I hope it's painful to him. <laughs> he's such a bad person. <laughs>
5: Happy as a clam.
1: Just saying. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't wish bad on people, except him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He's a terrible man. No, I don't endorse it. I'm just, you can say that. You can say, like, I hope... (laughs) I wish the worst for you. I hope you're having a terrible time, clam man. I really do. I really just hope you're, like, the worst is befalling you right now. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't normally wish ill on other people, except maybe the CCP, you know. But uh, Clement, I forgive, I forgive everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what makes us different. <laughs> yes, yeah, we need to have that. Um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, okay, Light, uh, Lightseeker says, uh, Hey, Serp, your thoughts on Botswana in terms of stability, corruption, political safety, ease of business, local people, also Borosaku. Okay, I'll give you a hey, Borosaku. Hey, a Watson's ballsack. Uh, Botswana is a great place. I've been there. Um, albeit when I was much younger. Um, but I, I remember good things. And I definitely couldn't give you an expert opinion on it right now, that's for sure. I don't know what it's like at the moment, as far as its politics and so on are concerned. But in my mind, it's always been a little more upfront and a little less corrupt than the South African government. Yeah, it's wealthier now, per capita. Yeah, probably great. All
5: right. In regards to Clam Man, I mean, I still hope someone pisses in his cereal. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah anyway okay let's continue um Kane forbes says happy new year fam love to use in the fam thank you kiwi living in australia jacinda imperfect and also the most capable leader in a long time no pulled hair yeah i like thank you for clarifying that of course with any political system you're going to get people on both sides people that love him, people that hate him. It's something I used to have to explain to my students in China. It's like when you meet an American, for instance, and they're like, I'm from America, you don't just go like, I oh, love Obama, you know, because that's that was something they would say at the time, you know, because Obama was president. It's like you don't know the person you're talking to if they hate his guts or not. Half the population voted him in, the other half really doesn't like him, you know. you just Obama, have Obama,
5: to... Sonic Harry Potter. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I'm just saying like, you know, you, you, you have to understand that there's going to be division over political figures, you know. Anyway, what's next? <clears throat> Ian Fox. <coughs> While you two have made it clear that the people in China obviously do not represent the CCP and there are many good people, I still can't help but be disgusted by the country. Is this bad? Um, the
5: government, that's
1: it. Yeah, look, the the problem is that a lot of the ills in China's society are there because they are fostered by the CCP. Okay, This whole idea of people being heartless towards one another and not helping the fellow man when somebody falls down or gets injured or is being robbed or whatever the case, it's because of the society that the CCP is allowed to grow. They reward the people that do bad actions and they punish those that do good. So somebody steps in to help, they're going to be blamed and held liable because of a. Stupid situation and the Guanxi and all the corrupt systems that go on there. So, at the end of the day, the things that disgust you about China can be traced back to the bad leadership of the CCP. Absolutely. I mean, look at gutter oil, for instance. You know, I posted that thing on Twitter of the lady um, scooping up chili oil out of the trash can, out of the garbage bin, or whatever you call it, rubbish bin, and taking it back into a restaurant to serve to customers. Um, And that is because. There's little to no punishment for these things. If somebody does get caught doing this, first of all, people that are that witness it happening don't get involved and report it. If it does get reported and even if something does happen, it'll be a small little slap on the wrist and they'll continue. So it doesn't dissuade people from doing it. That's why it's such a big phenomenon in China. The Chinese people hate it. Everybody in China hates the idea that there's gutter oil and reused oil in their food. Nobody likes that. No one in China is saying like, oh, that's our Chinese way. No, they hate it. It's terrible. It affects people's health. So do fake vaccines. So do like uh, the the infant formula that poisoned and killed all those children. All of these things that affect people's lives in China are awful and the people don't like them, but they're not doing anything about it because there's no punishment and they're going to get into trouble if they get involved. It's the CCP that's caused this issue, the bad governance. So at the end of the day, you can place all the blame squarely on the, the Chinese Communist Party. Anyway, let's move on. To the next one. Um, <clears throat> okay, Lord Blazer says, Are you a Subway Wonder Man Low eighty six?
3: Hey.
1: Do I look like a Subway Wonder man, man man? Yeah, we might We might have to get you one of those like hard hats with a little torch thing on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good Halloween uh, costume. Nobody would get it though. <laughs> they would think you're dressing up as a village people. They actually would. They'd be like, Y M C A, bro. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Chippy Weisk says I saw sea milk at uh, pop-up creed concert last week
5: Dude the Creed show was lit I was taken higher so high I lost my voice I wasn't ready for what was to come I'm glad I went home to my wife whose arms were wide open
1: <laughs> you've planned that one out all right excellent um, air's wing says can sea milk say I'm Batman into the mic I'm Batman <laughs> I, I got to tell you, you know, they. I don't watch a lot of superhero movies, but I did watch that Batman one, obviously, right? And I couldn't get over that whole, like, low voice thing that, that uh, what's his name, Christian Bale is the guy. It's like, it's dumb. It's so put on, and it really annoyed me. I'm going to have a coffee right now. I gotta, I'm going to have a swig of water. Give your sounds knees. pretty
5: regarded, to be honest.
1: Yeah, keep your knees in the breeze, brother. Yeah, it just really put me off. It's weird. Anyway, um <laughs> uh air's wing. Oh, you already did that. Yeah, can you can you move it down a little bit? Oh it's the last one. Okay, it says uh where's my eyebrow? It says managed to buy some Lianhua Qingwen from a local Sydney store. If it's illegal, they're definitely not doing a good job of clamping down. Love the show. Yeah, like we said earlier. Um <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Don't take four and join Jeff's
1: wife. Yeah, be careful. Um, because obviously it's a trick. Take four of those, you're going to end up like Jeff and his wife. You know, you're going to be having the world's most boring party in the afterlife, sitting around in a dank ass room saying, I have a cold.
2: I have a cold.
1: Yeah. Here, take it. Jeff, you have a cold. Oh, dude. That's that whole scene creeps me out and that clock that keeps being moved around to every location so it can just be in the background and stuff it's creepy man somebody and we already saw that earlier but somebody could take that advert and literally turn it into a short horror film they just need a little bit more creativity cut it up a bit it can literally become a horror film yeah Uh, like an art film you know like that kind of stuff they show those independent festivals that rather like just not watch ever if I could ever ever in my life avoid I won't go to those places you know that kind of shit and people sit there and talk about how sophisticated it was meanwhile it was just rubbish you know (laughs) yeah okay Um, XXXXX CCP is testing its remote silencing magic power on US citizens like sea milk (laughs) yeah jokes on them I am gonna be loud as fuck soon okay excellent well that's the end of it is it well, thank you very much, guys. Um, hey, listen. Oh, we have one more from Mike Huter. Thank you very much again for your generosity. Um, it says, uh, great double duty tonight, Winston, for Siri Milk. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks,
0: um,
1: dude. Seriously, guys, thank you. Um, I know today was a little off because, you know, obviously, Simil can't speak. Sorry about that, guys.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm but... mad man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure I'll be back. Soon it's been a
2: couple days of this, but I think you know a few more days a weekend. Yeah, weekend I'll be back by Monday probably.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, because if we no have to joke,
2: do, I have no
0: voice. None. Yeah, if I go like this,
1: <laughs> then I get something out.
0: <laughs> then I cough.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, now I understand yeah, why I those. Feel fine. Yeah, you know those those famous people they that the singers they like ensure their voice or whatever. Now I get it.
5: I'm gonna ensure my voice. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's gonna cost a lot of money. I'm sure they'll be like your voice is probably worth about two ninety nine. Three fifty. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but seriously, guys, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we hope you learned something, um, and we can't wait to see you in the coming week. Now, uh, we do we have an ADV this coming week? We do. We got an ADV China for you. We actually have a pretty special episode. Got
2: a behind the scenes yeah. bonus scene.
1: It's not. It's not even a behind the scene. It's um extra. It's an extra scene from conquering northern China. You know our documentary. We convinced the producer to create a, an extended scene from one of the scenes, which is very interesting with the reindeer people, and uh, it includes footage that was never used. <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, like that's their their.
2: It reminds me of that Rupert
1: ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you know what I'm talking about. Like that's their They're defining characteristic. Not
5: reindeer. People, they're people that hurt right Yes,
1: yes. Hurt like not hurt. No, hurt. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, so we're going to be putting that on Adv China. Uh, I've released a video yesterday. I'd love you to go and see. I'm sure a lot of you guys have been getting these adverts for like Temu or these like if you buy this water cup for like 1.99, we'll ship it for free to your door in the US and all that nonsense. And if you've ever wondered how China can ship stuff to your door for free, all the way across the world, but you can't send a letter to your neighbour for free, it'll explain it. So please watch it. And my video is down there as well. Yeah. So we got Just, both uh, in the in the description. That's my video again about the cl- the oh. bad uh, military. Yeah, the bad China's bad military. Yeah. So we can't wait to see you next week in all our videos. It's going to be a good one. And again, thank you for watching. We're so proud to have you as our audience, and we can't wait to see you next time. So until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome, and I'll try not to cut myself off. So let's do it. Five, four...